Well, welcome to night two of I Forgive Me um, sessions. Uh, I'm glad everybody tuned in or, or tuning in or on their way in um, on tonight as we have Dr. Shannar Petit Flair from the Bahamas calling in tonight to give us a teaching, give us her teaching on tonight. And um, I am going to open up with a word of prayer. And I hope everybody has their minds open and their hearts open for tonight's teaching because I truly think it's going to really, really bless you um, as well as last night. Um, so let's, we're not going to delay the hour. I'm going to open up a quick word of prayer and then turn it over to, to uh, Dr. Shannar. Father, we come before you on tonight. We come before you on this evening. And as we thank you, Father, in advance. We thank you in advance for what you're about to do and what you are doing um, on tonight as you lead um, Dr. Shannar in, in um, presenting uh, the teaching for tonight, God. We thank you in advance, God, for any distractions being removed and, and denounced right now in the name of Jesus, Father. We bless you in advance, God, for healing through these sessions and the seed that's being planted in us through the woman of God. We thank you in advance for every word that proceeds out of our mouth that is of you, God. We bless you. We thank you, God, as we clear our heads, God, as you are teaching us to forgive ourselves, God. We love you. We bless you. We magnify you. We thank you for yokes being destroyed and broken, even on tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I asked everybody if they, if you would please mute your line so that she can uh, teach um, on tonight. And Dr. Shannar, the floor is yours, sis. Love you. Thank you, brother. There. <laughs> Love you, Tarek. I thank you for this opportunity. Good evening, everyone. Again, uh, like Apostle Bell introduced me. He said, I am Dr. Shana Pettifrail. Um, tonight, we are going to be focusing on I Trust Me. And we are going to be looking at self-confidence and it is important to have self-confidence. If the truth be told, we can perhaps all state a time in our lives where our confidence was seemingly not there or lacking for whatever reason. Maybe it was because of something that was anticipated that didn't manifest or perhaps someone would have done something to cause you to take another glimpse at your life um, in a negative manner. And um, for that reason, you may have lost a bit of your confidence. Some persons, um, especially when I counsel, I've come across many individuals who did not have any confidence um, based on their interactions with adults as children. And it spilled over into their adult life. They were not able to shake off all of the negativity that would have been imparted into them as children. And so their self-esteem would have been, you know, something only to long for, um, to seek after, but not ever acquired. And so we're talking about the theme is I forgive me. But again, like I said, we're talking about I trust you. And trust is a very fragile thing, as we all know. Um, unfortunately, there are many individuals who lack trust in self. And again, because of the lack of self-trust, 
self-esteem, self-confidence, self-motivation, self-determination, all of these self-things are missing, missing factors in their lives. And so tonight, it is important that we take a look at ourselves, see where we are with ourselves. Some persons have difficulty in loving sex. Uh, some persons believe that they lack self-worth. They don't see the value in themselves. And again, it's based on some circumstance, some, some issues, something triggered this, this, this lack in their lives, a bad relationship, um, the loss of something that was pursued, um, failing an exam. All of these are just examples that can be used um, that could have bearing on why it is that an individual lacks confidence. And we have to learn how to trust our inner voices and learn how to jump over the hurdles per se or the obstacles that are in our way or get rid of the things that have us bound because of something that would have taken place a long time ago. Um, there are many who are still carrying the past hurts, past pains, and who have yet to be able to build up enough courage to step out of their comfort zones and to begin to trust self first. I cannot trust another individual if I do not trust myself, my own instincts. Um, there are many persons who would rather trust in another's leading as opposed to their own inner leading. Some people refer to it as intuition. I dislike that word personally. For me as a believer, discernment. I trust my discernment because I trust the God that I serve and I know that he won't lead me in the wrong path. It is disheartening when you're not able to speak life to yourself. It is discouraging when you do not have the ability to look at yourself and tell yourself something positive or something good every day. And so that's one way to boost confidence, your own self-confidence. You have to now begin to affirm yourself there are persons who lack self-confidence because they're waiting on someone to affirm or affirm them. And because it has not happened or it isn't happening, they feel as if they are coming up short somewhere because a man would not attribute um, words of endearment or encouragement or, or applaud them for something that they felt was worth being noticed. Something that they believe is valuable, but nobody else sees it or acknowledges it to be that way. And so as we talk about trusting me, trusting myself, as we talk about building our confidence, I, for one, I am a very confident individual. I've always been confident. Um, even as a child, I always walked with my hair held high. Um, 
I just, I don't believe in walking sluggishly with my head on the ground, not looking where I'm going. I, I believe in making eye contact with people. I, I'm a little on the shy side, not timid. Most people disbelieve that when they get into my presence that I'm somebody who is shy, but I can be very shy. Um, but that does not mean that I am not confident. Because of not being so forward, I am an active listener, I am an observer. So I speak less and listen more. That's just who I am in my personality. But when you begin to know who you are, and knowing who you are will also cause confidence to begin to blossom. And there are many individuals who sadly don't know who they are. They've been hiding behind what somebody else has told them. This is who you are. And so we now need to begin to learn how to spend a lot of time in your own presence. I love to be around myself. I love it. I love to be within my own space. And I talk to myself. And as a child growing up, I was always told, if you talk to yourself, you're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I am building me. And we have to begin to learn how to build ourselves. And so you stand in your mirror and you say to yourself, I am beautiful. I am carefully and wonderfully made. I am smart. I am articulate. I am courageous. I am bold as a lion. I am wise. I am an overcomer. You speak words of edification to yourself. You speak words of life to yourself. You speak words of encouragement to yourself. The Bible tells us that the psalmist David, he encouraged himself in the Lord. He did not wait for another to encourage him in the Lord. He encouraged himself in the Lord. And so we have to find the time to find space for ourselves. A lot of times we give of ourselves to everybody and we leave ourselves out. And by the time as we get to self, we're so tired and so worn out and so drained that the only thing that can now flood our space is negativity because we have not taken the time to speak life and speak positivity into ourselves. Not only that, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Maslow. He is one of those individuals who would have created the Maslow hierarchy. Uh, he, was, he was a well-known psychologist in his day, and he talked about the needs that individuals have at certain stages in their lives. And one thing he talked about was that as a baby, a baby needs to feel loved and secure, because what that does, it opens up their brain, not only to develop, but they have an anticipation of what is to come in the other stages. And so if this child does not receive the, the love, the nurturing that he, she needs at that developmental stage, then everything else will be lacking thereafter. Everything else will be lacking thereafter. According to Maslow, the needs of physiological stability, safety, love, and belonging has to be met in order for our healthy esteem, confidence to be developed. Your highest level of confidence, believe it or not, comes from within. It comes from you. 
the lower level comes from others. And so if you're not in a position to build yourself up internally, then you're going to accept from external sources whatever it is that is being said about you or to you. And this could be very detrimental to your self-confidence. Very detrimental. I don't know if anybody is taking notes. I hope you are because I like interaction. I will call on one or two of you um, because I do have an exercise planned that will cover a lot of what is being taught tonight. So I hope that you're really paying attention so that we can really have an interactive class tonight. And hopefully you'd be able to walk away with something from this lesson tonight. If you look at a child academically who has high self-confidence, you would find that that child excels. Whereas a child with low self-confidence would either be mediocre or below average. Same thing with an adult in the workplace. People with low self-confidence can sometimes have a lethargic look, can sometimes appear to be disheveled, disoriented, because your confidence plays a role in the totality of who you are as an individual. Your confidence affects every facet of your being. Every facet of your being. If you have high self-confidence, then you will have a greater sense of self-worth. You will see the value in you. I tell people I'm like MasterCard, baby, priceless. You can't put a price tag in. You will have greater enjoyment in your life and your life's activities. You will very seldom experience self-doubt. You will not doubt yourself. You will not second guess yourself. You will not experience anxiety and you will experience far less stress if you have high confidence. I said it earlier. Some persons who lack self-confidence seem to be lethargic or disoriented. You who possess self-confidence will have a lot more energy and you will be more motivated to act. And of course, you will have more enjoyable social interaction with others if your confidence is high. I'm certain we all like a good movie time to time, and you can always tell when somebody walks into a room whose confidence is high. They make a statement when they enter the room. They catch the attention of others. People want to be in their presence. People gravitate to them. Persons with self-confidence emit confidence. So you can't help but be pulled into their aura. And that is what we want. We want people to gravitate to us. Because again, if you have self-confidence, and if you're confident within yourself, then you know that whatever it is that you have to share or whatever it is that you have to say 
packed meaning and it's worth being heard even if it's a corny joke self-confidence and self-esteem can basically be interplayed because they have almost the same meaning we build self-confidence or self-esteem in our children when we sing their praises for them excelling in certain tasks especially when it comes to school and over a period of time because of the praises positive traits are developed in that child and it continues to blow to blossom and bloom well into their adult years I want to ask the question. How do you deal with disappointment and pain? Do you cower, self-retract? Do you become introverted? Do you stop speaking to the individual who would have caused the disappointment or pain? Do you pull yourself away to regroup and then re-emerge and can continue on um, being friendly and not offensive to the individual? These are just questions, they're rhetorical, you don't have to answer. I'll let you know when our exercise comes into play. But I want you to think about the questions that I just posed, because they're important. There's an old adage that I heard as a child growing up, and I still hear people repeat it from time to time. They said, sticks and stones make my bones, but words would never hurt me. And that over the years has proven to be I, especially to an individual who lacks confidence, especially to a small child who is looking for approval, but is disapproved. Words can, in fact, break or make an individual. But what do you do? with words that are negative? Do you allow them to tear you down and destroy you or do you build upon those words? Do you now seek to show better than you can tell? There's another adage that says, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Put some sugar in it, make it sweet. How do we respond to criticism? Based on your confidence level, you can either see the positivity or the negativity in criticism. And sometimes a little criticism is very healthy because it causes you to take a look at yourself and see where you can perfect you were striving daily for perfection so we want to always be able to take a look in the mirror and see where the flaws lie and seek to make a better version of me with confidence comes courage I'll say that again. With confidence comes courage. Because having courage means that you have strength. 
that you are limitless, that you are tenacious, that you are a go-getter, that you are someone who is going to go after every and anything that you desire, regardless of who or what is standing in your way, regardless of who or what is saying to you, you cannot have this, or you should not have this. But because you desire it, and because you believe that you should have it, and just because they said you cannot or shouldn't have it, you're going after it anyway. Just because you said, I can't have this thing, because as far as you're concerned, I am not worth it. But because I know within myself that I am, I'm going after it. And then we've been told that fair isn't a good thing. We talk about failure not being a good thing. But in reality, sometimes we have to lose in order to win. And losing a lot of the negative things that we hold on to sometimes is a good thing. Because now once I drop all of that baggage, I'm able to breathe easier. Now that I'm no longer weighed down with all of that unforgiveness and all of that bitterness and all of that hatred, I'm now free and lighter. And I can breathe easy. And I can welcome the peace that now floods my mind, my spirit. And the headache can dissipate because the pressure is off. So self-confidence is a bigger thing. I want you, let me see who I'm going to ask. I am going to pull on our very first participant who came on tonight, Lady Shauna. She was grateful and gracious. She's very gracious to us tonight. She permitted us to wait a few minutes just so that others can join. Uh, so, Lady Shauna, if you can unmute your mic, please. And I'm also going to ask, I don't want to ask anybody I know, and I see a few persons on here that I do know. I'm also going to ask Transitional Life Coaching to unmute your mic for me, please, so that we can... I want you to assist me with this exercise. And this is an exercise to help, help boost self-confidence. I want you, right where you are, to practice mindfulness for me. Practice presence. I'm going to tell you what I want you to do. Can you repeat practice that? Presence. Yes. I'm, I want you to practice mindfulness for me. I'm going to explain it so that you can do it for me. I want you to become fully aware of your awareness. I want you to begin to observe yourself and your surroundings. Just take a minute to begin to practice your awareness. Observe yourself and your surroundings. While you are observing yourself and your surroundings, I want you now to begin to feel your feet, feel your legs, Feel your stomach, your chest, your arms, your neck, your head. As you are doing this, I want you to begin to take note of your breathing patterns. 
as you're taking note of your breathing patterns, I want you to allow your eyes to begin to visualize what is happening around you and to give attention to what you are hearing, apart from my voice that is. If you're able to smell anything, take that into account as well. Begin to now feel the energy that is around you. The quietness or the noises. Feel your presence. I'm going to give you a minute to take it all in. And what I want you to do for me, both of you, I want you to describe to the class what it is that you felt heard, saw, as you began to practice presence, as you began to practice your own awareness. So I'll repeat it one more time. I want you to become aware of your awareness. So I want you to begin to observe yourself and your surroundings. And as you begin to observe yourself and your surroundings, I want you to begin to feel your feet, your legs, your stomach, your chest, your arms, your neck, your head. And I want you to take note of your breathing patterns. I want you to allow your eyes to see what is in its purview and to let your ears become in tune with what it is that you're hearing apart from my voice. If you're able to smell anything also, take that in. And lastly, I want you to feel the energy that's surrounding you, whether it is quietness or noise. I want you to feel your presence. So Shauna, if you're ready, you can let us know. Yes. Um, can everybody hear me? I can. Okay. Yes. Um, I've never done an exercise like this before. But I have a, a sense of great peace. I'm in a very comfortable, uh, I'm in my, my favorite spot at home. Um, I'm alone, so it's very quiet. Um, very much at peace, very much at peace. No, no sounds. Uh, the only sound is my um, air conditioner running, my AC and the ceiling fan. Um, I feel like that there is a strong unity in the spirit mm. that I am among friends. Um, it feels strong, but yet at peace. That was my experience. Very good. So you, you tapped into your inner peace. Transitional yes. life coaching. Please yes. share your experience with us. That's very good, Shauna. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, my name is Seba. Um, I um, just sense uh, quietness. Um, sight, I just see like movement because my husband was moving around. Um, my breathing is mellow and I just, cause I got my earbuds on, I can hear the TV like real low in the background. Um, I don't smell anything. Um, and that's it. 
thank you for sharing with us. So what happened, based on what you would have shared along with Shauna, we've come to understand that when you tapped into your own awareness, you sensed peace, you sensed serenity, um, even though, well, Shauna didn't have any movement or any noise per se in her background. She was, her background was a little bit quieter, but nonetheless, even with your husband moving and the TV playing in your background, you still had a sense of peace, um, which readily shows that even in the midst of a little bit of chaos, your peace is undisturbed. And that shows that you do not lack confidence. That's good. Thank you again. Yeah. I have one more. One more exercise. And I'm going to ask, now I'm gonna pull on two of these ladies I know. I'm going to ask Naomi and I'm going to ask Melissa to unmute their mics for me, please. Thank you, ladies. And I want you to, to visualize confidence. I want you to imagine it. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to relax your body completely. I want you to stay firmly connected to the sensation of relaxation. And in your mind's eye, I want you to see yourself speaking on camera or doing an activity which you would like more confidence in. I want you to allow the feelings of a comfortable presence to begin to pervade your body and your mind. So again, I want you to begin to imagine a visualized confidence. I want you to close your eyes, relax your body completely, stay firmly connected to the sensation of relaxation. And in your mind's eye, see yourself speaking on camera or doing an activity for which you would like more confidence in. Mm. And allow the feelings of a comfortable presence to permeate your body and your mind. And I'll give you a minute to do that. And, and, and Shona and Nasiba was correct. It's there's such a great sense of peace. Even I can sense it. And I'm sure there are others on this line who also can sense that great peace just sitting and hovering while we're together in this space. So, Melissa, I'll start with you first. Yes, ma'am. Let me know what it is that you were imagining and what scent flooded you. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> you're so operating the prophetic. Oh, my gosh. So you said um, having a confidence to operate on camera. And so you pretty much just confirm that, you know, God said I can do it and <laughs> to be strong in it and it's coming to pass. So mm -hmm. all I have to do is just walk in it. And that by you asking me that and saying that has given me more confidence to do it. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Naomi. Yes, ma'am. Well, I am a public speaker, and um, a lot of times anxiety, or I would say anxiousness, 
come up on me when I have to do something new. And so as you told me to close my eyes, immediately I started rehearsing my breathing patterns. Many times I've gasped for air, I take in, and I just stop breathing, unnoticeably. Un, uh, but lately, I said within the last five months, I've been practicing exhaling. So when you mm -hmm. told me to close my eyes, immediately I inhale, and I begin to exhale and blow out of my mouth. And I saw myself on stage talking with confidence of moving forward, having no fear of my past experiences, no fear of who I used to be, no fear of what used to uh, blindsight me or burden me down, but just having a confident knowing if I made it to this stage, there's something I have to say and I must get it out. Anxiety and fear will not come on the stage with me. I'm gonna open my mouth and speak with boldness, with confidence and assurance that I have something that needs to be said and I'm gonna say it without sweating. <laughs> 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 thank you <laughs> thank you for sharing with us <laughs> and then I, I love the transparency I love that um, I will share one more nugget and then I'm going to turn it back over to Apostle Bell because I know that we were only supposed to be on for about an hour and oh, let me share it quickly in case there's a question somebody may want to ask or comment. Okay, so when you are breaking out of your comfort zone and you are beginning something new, you are expanding your own limitations. You are building confidence in yourself. When you are breaking out of your comfort zone and starting something new, you are expanding your own limitations. A lot of times we limit ourselves. A lot of times we shackle ourselves. We put the brakes on. We hinder our progress. But tonight, as I open the floor for questions or comments before we turn it over to Apostle Bell, I want to challenge each one of us on the line tonight to stretch yourself beyond your comfort zone. Take that leap of faith. Launch into the deep. Some of us have been in the shallows for too long. It's time to launch out. Amen. The floor is open. With permission from Apostle Bell, of course. Brother? Anybody have any questions, any comments before I turn this over? I have a comment, if I may. Yes, ma'am. I um, got in a little late because of just coming in from work, but I, I thoroughly have enjoyed what I have heard and um, how you have articulated it. Because um, when you spoke about stretching yourself, the first time that I actually heard it and experienced it well the first time i heard it was two years ago and i didn't know what it looked like or felt like until time forward had gone so when you spoke about that i could definitely um understand it and um confirm it the way uh, a sister had me to experience the feeling of stretching, had me to close my eyes, and she just told me to turn around, hold my hands up first, and told me to turn around. So my arms were completely stretched out, and she kept pushing my arms and kept pushing my arms. 
And I'm thinking I'm standing in the same place. But after a period of time, she had me to open my eyes. And she said, now look where you are. So while I thought that I was stationary, I was still moving, but she's pushing my arms up and it was like hurting. But I still was making movement. So the, the stretching when you're talking about is like, we are moving um, as something is difficult or is uncomfortable, but it's like we know that we've got to be able to complete it. Yeah. And, and so hearing you, you say that, I said, now this is my second time hearing it, and I'm able to totally comprehend the verbiage um, of the action that goes along with it as well as how it feels. And it, it definitely is something that will totally build your confidence. Totally build your confidence. Amen. Thank you, Minister V. Yes, ma'am. Oh, sorry. I, um, have a comment to make because I was I came in late too but um, about breaking out of the comfort zone and building your confidence um, I'm working on that and yes it's, been, it's a bit of a challenge but I'm willing to do it because there are um, places that I know God is trying to take me um, so whatever I have to do uh, to accomplish those things or get to where I need to be in him. I'm willing to do that. Um, it's just um, the, <clears throat> the walking it out. It's like a lot of unfamiliar places, but with the right help, I'm willing to do whatever it is. So with you saying that, it, it's just like the confirmation of, of something that um, I um, kind of went through well went through this morning um, and I really appreciate it and thank you for uh, letting me share yes ma'am see a lot of times we have to when it comes to building confidence and change is never easy it's never easy change sometimes require a lot of sacrifice also. But I like the way you put it, Sister Siva, when you said you're willing to go through the process. And I loved what, what, what Lady V shared when she talked about, although it was uncomfortable and painful, she was not even aware of the fact that she was making movement. She thought she was still in one stationary place. And so your willingness will help your movement, although it might be challenging. But it'll be worth it. I see Melissa had a mic unmuted. Go on. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. I just wanted to thank you personally, Shannar, because you have no idea how you just confirmed everything. Um, when I am on camera, I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> just because I have lacked the self-confidence in that area. But just by you just giving that scenario or that illustration for um, me to do it has just done like it's I don't know I just feel totally different about it now and so I just wanted to thank you personally You're for welcome. being led by God yeah uh, amen Okay, the, is that Michi? Yes, it is. How are you? Good, thanks. And yourself? I'm wonderful, wonderful. 
Um, I wanted to. I have my my. I have a question. Uh, I know you were asking, but I have a question. How even even though you're in the stretching, how do you maintain in the stretching? Now you asked a very important question because I was just about to reply to Melissa and let her know. Um, you know, confidence isn't something that you establish today and then drop. You have to maintain it. Just like uh, if you're dieting and you have a regime, you maintain that regime in order to um, achieve your goal. And so when you are beginning to stretch or you're beginning to push yourself um, beyond your own limitations, you begin to push yourself toward achieving something. And so if you haven't achieved what it is that you're reaching for, then you have to continue to push. You have mm -hmm. to continue to be stretched. Mm -hmm. My pastor says something. He said, this is the beatitude that hasn't been written or recorded in the Bible. He says, blessed are the flexible for they shall be stretched. <laughs> and that has, that has stayed with me. Blessed are the flexible for they shall be stretched. So mm. if you're willing, regardless of how much it might hurt, you know, for those of us who might exercise today and tomorrow and all of next week and then we drop it and then we start again those muscles that we had, we had already begun to tear um, to begin to build muscles, we begin to feel all of that pain again because we did not continue with our exercising regime. So when it started, it began difficult, but the more we did it, the more our muscles became relaxed and pliable. Mm -hmm. So as we continue to build our own confidence and continue to remove ourselves from what is comfortable to us, you know, that cushy nest when the eagle mm. builds her nest for her young, you know, even though she has thorns, the youngings never feel the thorns because of the feathers that surround the nest. But when mm. the mother is now to the point where she realizes these babies are supposed to fly, but they're so comfortable in their nest, she begins to stir the nest. And her stirring the nest, she begins now to expose the thorns. And so what happens when that baby bird begins to move around the nest, the baby bird begins to get a little prick and that's very uncomfortable. And so that forces that bird out of the nest because it's no longer comfortable. Mm -hmm. And there are times when we know that we have to move from where we are, but we refuse to. And so what the Lord does, he permits some things to happen to mm -hmm. stir the nest per se. I hope that kind of helps with the question you asked. You did. That was that was perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Apostle Bell. Yes, I'm here. The floor is yours, sir. Thank you again for the opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, I really thank you. Um, for uh, your due diligence, uh, <laughs> that that is the that's the importance of why I wanted to start on time, <laughs> because every every second <laughs> every second counts when you're trying to save a life. Right. Catch it later. <laughs> it's it's every second counts, and um, I appreciate you, sis. I appreciate you woman of God, uh, my sister. What I would like for you to do is pl is plant a seed of prayer over those that will hear as well as those that are already here um, for their efforts and sacrifice um, in uh, tonight's conference line, please. And then we'll see you all tomorrow, 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Um, we're coming to it, we're going to a next place. I love the atmosphere that I feel as well. I really I feel like prophesying, but I'm not going to do that tonight. <laughs> I feel like prophesying because I do feel that there is a 
there is definitely feeling a healing realm right now in some people's lives. I feel a, I feel a, a big weight. Just I literally can feel some some of your weights literally just falling off of you. It's not falling off fast, but it's it's like running off of you like water. Mm. And and God is making a lot of your lives a lot easier. I'm telling you, these classes a lot of people take lightly, but y'all, if you if you get the gist of the effort of being here, if you if you really know me, then you'll know that I don't just do things just to do them. I do them because there's other things that are taking place in the seeds that are planted. And if y'all would stay open to these sessions, stay open and stay consistent and get the fullness of these sessions, you will really, really start to feel, I promise you, by the time Sunday come for the for my teaching, I promise you, you're going to feel very transformed. You're going to feel very transformed from what these speakers are sacrificing and the heart and the seed in which they're planting. That's the reason why I have each speaker kind of seal it up because it's it, there's a there's a there's an element of anointing that's saturating even some of y'all from just yesterday to today you you can feel a little bit different about yourself because the assignment is taking you in another direction and whether, whether you know it or not God is is performing surgery on you all while you're sleeping during these sessions he's literally that's the reason why for some of y'all that have listened to yesterday's session and i promise you when you go when you go to sleep tonight you're going to feel different by the time you wake up i promise you by the time the end of this week if y'all keep attending these sessions you're going to experience what these sessions are all about so that you can go into your next realm and next place in god so with that said, I'm just going to ask the, the prophetess Shannar if she would release the seed upon the hearts of the people, and we'll see each other tomorrow. Amen. Let us look to the Lord and pray. Eternal and everlasting Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise, God, for this time that we have gathered ourselves together in your presence. Father, you are good. And beside you, Lord God, there is none other. We honor you tonight. We glorify you. We magnify your holy name, Father. We bless you. We thank you for your presence that is in our midst, Father. You said that two or three are gathered as touching anything. There you are in the midst of us. And so, Father, even this night, as we present, Lord God, ourselves before your throne, Father, we thank you and we praise you for yet again another visitation from you father we thank you for fresh oil we ask that you to allow it to flow from the very crowns of our heads to the soles of our feet in the name of jesus father we thank you for your peace which surpasses all understanding god we thank you that you are present with us father we thank you for what it is that you've allowed us to hear tonight god we thank you that your spirit precedes us in the name of jesus father we praise you we glorify you for the healing that is taking place even now in the name of Jesus, God, we give you free reign to do on the inside of us as you please, God. Take out of us the dross in the name of Jesus. And as you begin to remove the impurities, fill us up with more of your presence, more of your spirit. Now, God, we thank you and we honor you, Father, for what you are about to do in our lives. We thank you, Father, that the pains of yesterday are being eradicated even now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you and we praise you for love, Lord God, your love that permeates our being tonight in the name of Jesus. Saturate our hearts, saturate our minds, God. We thank you that we put on the mind of Christ tonight in the name of Jesus as we lie upon our beds, God. We give you praise and glory and honor that you begin to speak to us, that you begin to impart into us. Father, we decree and declare even now in the name of Jesus that what the enemy meant for God, you have already turned it around for our good and for your glory. Now, Father, we ask, Heavenly Father, that you would begin to stand up on behalf of us tonight in the name of Jesus. You are El Gabor. You are the one who wore on behalf of your people. And so, Father, we praise you tonight, God, that we can see the enemy fleeing from before us seven ways. We give you glory and honor and praise tonight, God, that we can see us, you raising up a standard against him. Even now, in the name of Jesus, Father, we glorify you. We magnify you. We thank you, God, 
that you have given us yet again a boost in our confidence levels tonight. We decree and declare that we will walk different. We decree and declare that we will talk different. We decree and declare that we will walk with our head held high tonight. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you and we praise you that we would speak words of life to ourselves tonight in the name of Jesus, uh, that we might be able to speak life to others. Now, Father, we thank you, God, that you, Heavenly Father, will do a work in us, God, that will astound and confound men in the name of Jesus. We posture and position ourselves to receive of you tonight, Father, now as we leave this line, but not your presence. We thank you that your spirit goes before us. We thank you that you've given your angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. We thank you that they are bearing us up with their hands lest we dash our foot against a stone. We thank you, God, that you are causing every mountain, Lord God, to be abased and that you're causing every valley to be exalted in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that you're making every crooked path straight and that you're making every rough place smooth even now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that you are making a way for us out of no way. We thank you that you are gyro tonight, God. We thank you that a thousand, a cattle on a thousand hills belong to you. It is the earth that is yours and the fullness thereof, Father. We thank you, God, that you are ever present with us. We call you Shama tonight. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are our righteousness. We thank you that you are our sanctifier. We thank you, God, that you are our safety net. We can run into you knowing that we are safe. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we praise you and we honor you, Lord God, that our homes are blessed. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare a blood covering now over our households. We decree and declare a blood covering over those who are attached to us. Tonight, in the matchless name of Jesus, and we thank you, God, that you sanctify yourself in us once again we give you glory and honor and praise father let your perfect will be done in our lives and let ours be done away with in the name of jesus your son we pray amen and amen <laughs>